All right, here we go. I took a couple days off, so I'll give you a quick update. Let's see what's going on in the trucking world. I'm not going to do any news today, just, just what's going on with me. All right, here we go. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right, let's start off with the updates. Here's what's going on. Yeah, I sold out. I sold out. I put ads in the in the post roll. So when you get to the rock music, you want to just fast forward. You don't want to listen to the ad. That's fine. But uh, I didn't want it at the very beginning, because who wants to listen to an ad in the beginning? Who wants to listen to an ad, period? I don't expect to make much off this, but I'd like to, you know, if it'll pay for itself, pay for the hosting, that's fine with me. So that's what the ads are for, just to pay for the hosting. So like I said, if you when you get to the end and you get the music at the end, just zip forward if you don't want to hear the ad. You know, it's only 30, 40 seconds or something like that. No big deal. All right, here's what we got going on. Physical. Got to do my yearly physical. Or two-year physical, sorry. Uh, they had some stuff they found. I got to get double-checked out before they certify me for two years. Once I get that, I'm home free. So, Wednesday. Uh, what is that? Wednesday the 15th. I got to go in and do that. It's a pain, but, you know, what do you got to do? It's You just can't get away with it. Secondly, what else is going on? The weather. Oh, the weather's terrible. By the way, I dropped the Denver this week again to do this. So I got to get this over with. The weather's horrible. Absolutely horrible. Ugh, what a nightmare. I don't know. I'll just be glad when spring starts coming up again and things start getting nicer. I don't know. It's been one of those kind of years. You know, uh, just things are in turmoil and it's just the way trucking is. Oh, spotted. I should make this a segment. Have you seen a Celadon trailer? Yeah, I did see a Celadon trailer. I didn't see a truck. Celadon went out of business, for those of you who don't know. Uh, Celadon Trucking. I was over in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma at the Flying J. And in the back of the parking lot, there was a Celadon, uh, Celadon trailer parked there. I haven't seen one since they went out of business. Uh, I think it sucks that they went out of business. The drivers lost their jobs. I'm sure they'll find something somewhere, but... Yeah, you get built into a place, you get a system built up, and then you lose your job, it really sucks. So, I saw a Celadon trailer, I haven't seen one for a while. That being said, I don't know, it's kind of silly. I've always gotten along with Celadon drivers, I always thought they were pretty good, I never had any issues. It's not like they were Swift drivers or anything like that. They seemed pretty nice. And from what I could see, most of them knew how to drive. My Uncle Steve, Stargazer, he was a Celadon driver. He was an excellent driver. I never had any issues with him. 
I thought his driving was excellent. In fact, he's one of the best backers I've ever seen. Very few people can back up a truck as well as him. All right, that being said, I'm going to apply for press pass for Matt's. That's the Mid-American Truck Show. Yeah, will I get it? I don't know. Still like to go to Matt's, but if I can go get the press pass, I'll go to all three days, I'll cover it, and then I'll check things out, take the camera down there, take the recorder, record stuff. If I can't get the press pass, I don't know. I can't see myself walking around with a microphone without a press pass. Might be a little goofy looking, you know. Uh, press pass will give me credentials. It'll give me, uh, you know, it, it'll make me legit so I can talk to people. It'll make it legit so I can record people. Uh, you know, and of course for the podcast, there's like, a, I think it's like a thousand booths or something. If you go to Trucking with Kingfish on the Facebook page, you'll see the dates. It's the, I believe it's the 27th, 28th, and 29th. I know it's of March right around there. It's uh, 2020. It's usually pretty early in the year. It's one of the, I think it's the biggest, if not the biggest. I've been to the one that's in Vegas when it used to be in Anaheim when I was a kid. And I used to go there with Stargazer and my Uncle Steve, but I haven't gone there since. It's been quite a long time. And, you know, you're going to see the latest equipment. You're going to see, you know, little doodads. You're going to see little, you know, all kinds of things that people are trying to sell to truckers. Some of it's really cool. Some of it you may never see again because it doesn't last. It just depends on what you see. That being said, Iowa ED is also another one that's going to come up. I think that's like July, something like that. Now, that's an easy one for me to get to because I usually my runs take me right across 80 and I can just zip right in there. And uh, Iowa ED is a good one. There's a lot of recruiters there, a lot of antique trucks. Oh, my God, the antique trucks are amazing. The antique truck that you see on, the, on this, you know, on the the show notes the red one that's from the iowa 80 truck stop it's a mac the thing's beautiful that's not my truck i wish it was but it's not full disclosure so anyway you get a chance you know go to uh matt's you know which is at the kentucky expedition ex, ex, expedition exposition center and uh right there off the 65 you know in kentucky and louisville just you know right after you cross over from indiana or, yeah, Indiana, it's right there. Uh, I don't usually go that way very often, but from work, I work in Chicago. It's about a 250-mile drive. I think that would probably be the best way to go. I was debating on how to get down there because I'll have to drive. And I'm thinking, you know, driving might be the best way to go. I could fly. It cost me like 100 bucks, But, you know, then I got the cameras. I got the recorders. I got all that nonsense. You know, I might have issues with the TSA. Plus, you don't know how they're going to treat your stuff. Yeah, I think I might just drive down there. Uh, probably come in on a Tuesday, Wednesday, drive down there, go for three days, come back up, take the whole week off. Uh, if, would I, if I could get sponsored, that'd be awesome. I'd love to get sponsored. Or if somebody had a booth down there, I could hang out. That'd be great. All right. That being said, I saw some news article. I'll report on this for Thursday. But I saw a news article where some insurance agent... Uh, took the driver's money for the premiums and didn't use it for the premiums and scammed the drivers out of quite a bit of money. It was a, I think it was over hundred grand. So on LinkedIn, yeah, LinkedIn's a great site. You can really network on that thing. Anyway, on LinkedIn, I've been talking to a woman who runs an insurance and sells insurance for trucking. 
and she's going to send me some more information and I think we're going to get her in the podcast. And I want to ask her questions like that. How do you know that you're actually covered? How do you know that your, uh, you know, your broker is actually sent your payments in, you know, and, and is legit stuff like that. That's the route I want to go. Uh, we've been talking to LinkedIn. She's a really nice lady and I can't, Oh, for the life of me, I can't think of her name offhand. Oh, she's going to kill me. But anyway, uh, I'll get it when uh, we're going to interview. I think we're going to. I'm going to get her on the show. We're going to interview. We'll talk about uh, those kind of issues and the things that she sees in the trucking industry. Now, keep in mind, I'm in a. I'm a company driver, so when it comes to insurance issues, uh, you know, trucking insurance issues, things like that, I'm a little naive because it's not something I have to deal with on a regular basis. So. It's something I'm going to have to talk to her about. I'm going to have to do some education, but she said she'd send me some stuff. And that's what I'm looking for. So I'm looking to do that within the next month or so. Also, still trying to do the question thing. I just haven't gotten around to it. I've been really lazy. I want to do a thing where I ask a question, get 20 responses, you know, driver's responses. Hopefully, you know, I know a bunch of guys well over a million miles to talk to those guys. And, you know, every driver's got a different answer. We'll see what happens. Um, call it like you know one question 20 drivers or something or one one question 20 answers i don't know maybe 10 maybe i'll just go with 10 answers i'd probably be a lot more manageable you know and uh you know and but everybody that i talk to will be knowledgeable maybe i'll get some new guys uh my co-driver left out for denver i dropped the denver run and he got a brand new kid oh my goodness he looked like he was <laughs> he looked like he was, you know, he uh, he was really young. It was kind of funny. I told him, I said, hey, I said, you'll get along with Billy as long as you pick up your Legos and a sleeper. And he seemed like a nice kid. Um, you know, we don't really see too many young people getting into this industry anymore. Most young people want to uh, sit at computers. They don't want to be away from home, things like that. It's kind of nice to see young blood come out here. And, you know, I was talking to him and he was, he seemed like the kind of kid they want to learn. Now, the Indian animal was the last young guy that I drove with on a regular basis. And I thought that guy was fantastic. He's one of the best drivers I've ever seen for the length of time that he had been driving. Uh, my co-driver had just left. And before we even made 30, 40 miles, I think, you know, before we even hit the state line of Illinois, which is like, I don't know, like 160 miles. Well before that, I, I asked him if he wanted to fill in and uh, you know run with me on, on the bid. Uh, his attitude, his driving, uh, just his willingness to learn were phenomenal. A lot of times you get a young guy and guys drive and you know they think, oh, I've been driving my whole life. I know what I'm doing. No, you don't. You'd never driven a truck. It's not the same. I know I didn't know anything when I started, so why should I expect somebody else to know anything? But the Indian animal, you tell him something, and you throw a tip at him, and he would respond with 10 more questions. And he and they were relevant questions, and it was like, okay, this kid, he wants to learn, he's getting it. And that's why you know, I got a lot of respect for the Indian animal. I want to get him on here. Uh, he's doing city shuttle work. That's stuff I don't do. So that should be interesting to get him on. Uh, matching up with people sometimes is very hard for me because I'm doing these long bids. I'm doing a sleeper bid, which is the one of the roughest things you can do in driving. 
you know, as far as trucking, two men in a truck driving cross country nonstop. Yeah, it gets a little old after a while. And, uh, well, I've been doing it since 1995, January 1995. So, I don't know, I had some moments. Some days are just amazing, and some days are just, oh, what the hell was I thinking when I got into this? <laughs> but you know what? I must quit a hundred times a day, you know, the first couple of years. But the truth is, other than the uh, uh, legislation and the rules and the new things that are coming down the pike here and there, you know, fiscal things like that, uh, I actually enjoy the driving part of the job, I must say. And the worst part about it is, is that I'm, I must have, you know, I must admit I'm getting tired. As I'm getting older, I'm finding I'm getting more tired of doing it. But I'm at my best right now. I really, literally am at my best. And most of the time, I can see things happen before they actually happen. And, you know, that's, uh, you know, that's just experience, a lot of driving experience. You know, I can tell you what, if you're in front of me in your car, I can tell you what you're going to do before you even know what you're going to do. That's just, you know, you get that way after a while. It's not me being special. It just, you just do the same thing so much. So that being said, you know, I just got to survive one winter. Then you survive one winter. But here's how you survive the winter. You survive one day. You survive one hour. You do one mile at a time. You take it easy. You don't push it. You don't stress out. You get stressed out. Go to stop. Take a shower. Go for a walk. Get out of the truck for a few minutes. You know, stuff like that. You come to a stop. Here's something. I'll throw a few tips at her just for the hell of it. Winter tips. You pull into a truck stop. Try to point downhill. Oh, I better drink some water. Yeah, you want to try to point downhill. Why do you want to point downhill? Because sometimes you can't get the truck rolling again if it's on ice. So try to point downhill. You got the trailers behind you, and they're up. You know they're downhill. You got to drag them up the hill, and it's icy. Now you're stuck. You might be having to throw chains. Point downhill. You pull into a truck stop. Here's what you do. Park so that you're facing out. So you have the path of least resistance to get out of the place. These are important things. Also, you pull off in an exit. I just drank some tea. Pull off in an exit. Be careful. Sometimes those shoulders are give on you. I've seen trucks flipped on those shoulders. Maybe they'll slide on the ice. I had one in Oklahoma. Road was all iced up. I went over to the side. And, uh, you know, I had to take a leak. Couldn't go in the rest area. It was all blocked up. Well, I'm over on the side of the truck doing my thing. The truck started sliding towards me. Just a couple inches. I'll tell you what, though. It scared me. Made me hop back. Made me rethink that. So be careful of things like that. You know, it doesn't take much. The wind pushes these things around more than you can imagine. I know it's silly, but, you know, these are things you got to watch out for. New drivers. What's my recommendation to new drivers? Wait till spring. Don't start driving till March. You start driving till March, then you'll have all summer to figure out how to drive the truck. And then when winter comes around, you have a pretty good idea at least how the truck handles. And then you can worry about driving winter. You don't really want to learn winter and trucking at the same time. 
it can be a little tedious, a little hard on people. A lot of people quit for snowstorm to get to because they don't know how to drive the truck. But you start in the spring, go through summer, you'll be fine. Stuff like that. Uh, what's the most important thing? Support network. Family. Wife, kids. Whatever you got. Husband. Whatever, whatever it is you do. Your support network will make or break you. So the best thing to do is make sure they know what you do. That they know what's going on. That they know how to get access to you. Know when you're going to drive. Without your support network, you are nothing. And without your support network, you literally have absolutely no reason to even be on a road. Because you're doing this for them. And you need them to, you know, to, to support you. I, I know I do. My wife, she was a, used to be a dispatcher. And she knows what it's like out here on the road. And quite honestly, without her, I couldn't imagine. Just couldn't imagine driving a truck. It'd be so difficult. It'd be almost impossible. You know, she, uh, I don't know. Yeah, there's some days when I'm just like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to make it through the day. It's so torturous. But then she calls me and it just lights up my day. And, you know, I can do those 600-mile days. You know, because I know there's somebody waiting for me at the end of that line, at the end of that road. What else can you do? As I get older, I realize... You know, those things are more and more important. When I was younger, I didn't think too much about it. You know, I just took everything for granted. But now, I understand. You know, when you find the right one. Drivers, if you're single and you're looking for somebody, it's really hard to find somebody with this job and this lifestyle we got. Keep that in mind. But you know what? If you don't look for it, you'll find it. Things have a funny way of working out. So, that being said, I don't know. What else? Uh, oh, yeah, the ad thing. Let's get back to the ad thing. If you listen to the ads at the end of this and you don't like it, let me know. Let me know what you think. If it's too intrusive and it messes with the flow of the show, I'll uh, I'll remove them. Because I'm not, they probably won't pay me, very much any, pay me very much anyway. So I'm not too concerned about it. But, uh, you know, let me know how it sounds. Let me know what you think. You can call me at, four, what is it, 414-666-1926. I'll put the phone number in the show notes. Or you can email me at kingfishcafe at gmail.com. I had a funny thing happen tonight. I was messing around on the computer. I don't have a laptop in the truck. It's too bouncy. There couldn't read the damn thing anyway. It was bouncing down the road. So... I get this message and it says Google Calendar. You got a, an alert for Google Calendar. I'm like, well, I didn't put anything in Google Calendar. Maybe the wife did. So I pop on it and it says, I got an airline flight from Kuala Lumpur to uh, Amsterdam and then Amsterdam back round trip. I'm like, what the hell? I didn't do that. So I called KLM, the, the, the airline said hey what's going on with this am i getting well like first i called and i said hey and she goes are you booking and i go hey i got a question for you she goes yeah what do you got and i said well looks like i just got a flight to amsterdam and she goes oh that's exciting and i go well i don't know how exciting it's gonna be but 
I said, I'm going to need your help here to figure out what's going on. They figured out it wasn't one of their flight numbers and it didn't make any sense. And But I got all the flight information on my Google Calendar and I couldn't figure out what was going on. But they said they'd keep an eye on it and you know they'd call me because it sent right to my email. Well, here's what happened. I had uh, looked at the email that they had made this event in Google Calendar and it wasn't there. It said it had been erased. So I immediately thought, oh my God, this is a scam. So I changed my uh, password for my email, changed my password for my PayPal, all that stuff. Oh my goodness, what did I find? Here's what I found out. I was going through the, uh, the press releases. Okay? Because that's where I get the news from. I get them from press releases and I get them from Google. And in one of the press releases, uh, KLM had announced that they had new flights going from Kuala Lumpur to Amsterdam and in the in the press release that they sent me that information was in there Google Calendar picked it up and put it in the Google Calendar and I didn't catch on that I thought I was being scammed it just picked it up from the press release how goofy is that I was all stressed out about it till I figured it out you know I just figured it was some kind of scam yeah, what are you going to do? So that was my exciting evening. Isn't that funny? But, you know, with this computer stuff, you can never be too safe. Um, I don't know. You got any questions, you want to throw, shoot me a line, kingfishcafe at gmail.com. Like I said, let me know how the ad thing works out. I'm a little, I don't know, I'm a little concerned about that. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. You know, I, uh... I'm on the fence about it. If it's too annoying, I'll take it out. Yeah, because quite honestly, I'm not doing this for money. I'm just doing this for fun. I know there's a lot of podcasters out there. And they're doing this trying to make a buck, trying to get ahead, trying to make this a profession. Quite honestly, I don't see myself doing that. I'd love to. I think it'd be a lot of fun. I'd love to do casting, but I don't think I have the voice for it. You know, also... I don't know. I just don't think I could do it. But I can't have fun. And whether I got three people out there listening, or I got 3,000, trust me, it's more than three, it doesn't matter. I'm going to do the same show. Because I'm having fun. And, you know, it helps me reach out to the world. I'm talking to people in India, Russia, Pakistan, all over the world right now. You know, as a driver, when I first started driving, I couldn't talk to anybody because I was you know, driving. I didn't have it. You know, to, that's all I did was drive. So anyway, that's what's going on. Let's see. It's cold. Maybe I'll fly the drone tomorrow. Get some footage there. Put something on YouTube. I don't know. Probably going to stay home. I'm in Milwaukee, close to Milwaukee anyway. Downtown Milwaukee, they got a Bucks game going. This is for the uh, 14th of January, 2020. The Bucks are playing downtown at 7 o'clock, 1900. Right next door, literally right next door, is a Trump rally at 1900, at, you know, on the same day. So between the Bucks game and the Trump rally, uh, now nah, I think I'll stay home. I don't want to be caught up in that traffic, all that nonsense.
people are fanatical. Me, not so much. I'll stay away. So we're going to have a nice leisurely day here. Then we got to do our physical on Wednesday. Finish our physical on Wednesday. Hopefully everything will be good to go. You know, even though I'm pretty sure everything's all right, every two years I stress out over this. Why? I don't know. Just something. You know, it's my livelihood and I got to do the physical. And I guess, uh, you know, I'm 53 now. Yeah, I'm getting up there at 53. I had to think about that a second. And I'm closer to the end of my driving career than the beginning. So, I don't know. I got to think about things like that. I sure don't feel that old. Do you feel that old? Do you really do, you know, when you get up? I mean, I feel, you know, I can feel the pains a little more and the aches. I don't move as fast as I used to. I'm not really sure if I ever did move fast. I move smarter. Sometimes I get aches and pains. Maybe that's just growing older. But I got a grandchild now. That's awesome. You know, seeing my son born was pretty amazing. And it was exciting. And it was life-changing. But seeing him have a child with his wife and be happy, that's something else. That's just, I don't know. Can't even describe the the joy of something like that. You know, seeing the kid, we got him a jumper. Uh, I haven't seen him jump in it other than a video. I've been trying to lay low, trying not to bug him. Don't want to be over there harassing all the time, hovering. But uh, he sent me some video of Hank jumping in that jumper, and he's just going to town. And you know what? I just every time I see it, I just start smiling. It just makes me laugh. Yeah, I know I'm rambling. But, hey, whatever, what better place to do it at? So, that's what's going on here. It's cold. It's January. I'm in Wisconsin. I gotta do my physical. That's what's going on. Still gonna try to do the newscast every Thursday. Some days I may gotta get around to it because I get stuck, but that's the plan. And, you know, I wanna do one or two what's going on posts during the week and then the newscast at least one what's going on something like this give you an update so hopefully things will stay well for me i hope they stay boring because boring is good boring means nothing's going wrong but we'll we'll see what happens all right anyway that's all i got i'll talk to you guys later stay to trouble and uh drive safe remember get over for tow truck drivers seriously get over you see somebody on the shoulder get over you're, you're doing yourself a favor trust me and if it's bad enough to where you gotta put your wiper blades on turn your headlights on the headlights aren't on so that you can see you're turning the headlights on so that you can be seen it might save your life trust me it really might all right have a beautiful day. Kingfish out. <laughs>